Earlier this month, an upstate New York Starbucks store became the coffee giant's first unionized workplace in the U.S. It's part of a growing movement for organized labor across the country. WBEZ's Esther Yunji Kang sits down with labor professor Robert Bruno. He teaches at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Just days after workers at the Starbucks in Buffalo, New York, voted to unionize, employees in Boston filed for union election. Will the Chicago area see similar efforts? I would expect that they would. Um, Given the large union density in Chicago, it's a a city that understands union organizing, and I I think there's a real receptivity to doing organizing. Uh, And given the density of stores uh, here in the Chicago area, uh, I'd be surprised if there wasn't an organizing campaign eventually. As we all know, a tornado ripped through an Amazon warehouse in Edwardsville, Illinois last week, and six people died. Um, The retail, wholesale, and department store union uh, is accusing Amazon of requiring workers to keep working. That group is trying to unionize Amazon workers in different parts of the U.S. What could have been different in Edwardsville had workers been unionized? Well, what would be typical if the location were unionized is that the union and management would have negotiated some safety protocols. They would probably have a health and safety committee. Uh, There would be certain uh, provisions in their labor agreement, which can be enforced under law, that would have addressed health and safety. Uh, There also would certainly have been routine drills. Uh, There would have been training, constant training of new employees. There would have been union officials who would be on site who would have been responsible for making sure that if workers wanted to leave, they could leave without fear of losing their job. Uh, So it would have made a significant difference uh, in terms of preparedness. It's hard to know how many lives would have been saved under these specific uh, conditions. Uh, But we do know that unionized workplaces are significantly safer for workers than non-unionized facilities. How do unions fit into the larger workforce picture right now with so many people quitting their jobs in what many people call the great resignation? I certainly understand why that uh, term is used. Uh, uh, If if you will, I've come to refer to it as the the great resistance or the great refusal because workers know that they're going to work. They know they have to work. I mean, unless you're able to retire, but you want to work safely. You want to be paid well. You want to have a higher quality a job. And that's where the labor movement comes into play. Because workers who maybe had never thought about joining a union or had been resistant or maybe just indifferent, when they realize that their jobs really aren't that safe or they're not treated that well, it's pretty apparent that I can't do these things on my own. Uh, so I've got to raise that quality up. And one way to do that is to do it collectively. And doing it collectively. Uh, means that you form a labor union and you negotiate a contract. So I think unions become the solution to this problem. What do you predict for 2022? I think you will continue to see a lot of worker uh, uh, resistance to working uh, uh, low quality, poor quality jobs. Um, I also think we're going to see employers a bit more responsive. We've already begun to see wages go up. 
in, in some of the lowest paid uh, occupations. I, I think we should expect that the workplace will be at least marginally improved uh, for workers and that labor unions will be a, an important part uh, of that story. U of I labor professor Robert Bruno speaking with WBEZ's Esther Yunji Kang.